episode 244, Bedros Koulian, how to go from business to empire. Welcome, check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling off keynote speaker and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week I start it off with me, myself and I and my thoughts on the week. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Adam. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, have some interaction and basically connect with like-minded individuals. And that's what it's really all about. Please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do, it makes a huge difference. I'd really appreciate that. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. Enjoy this week, speak to you soon, and I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. An epic one for you today. We have Bedros Koulian, and uh, he is the man behind Renegade Fitness Marketing. And I have to be careful with his intro because the whole show could almost be his int- what he's done, his businesses, his accomplishments, um, and who he's worked with. So I'm going to try and keep it relatively short. He's the man behind Fitbody Bootcamp, which is, was ranked one of the top 15 franchises by Inc. Magazine. His coaching clients, a load of them have been on this podcast. It's spread. They've been featured on TV, ABC, NBC, Spike, virtually every publication. As I say, you could go on for ages. I mean, Craig Ballantyne, uh, who we had on here recently a little while ago, he talked a lot about Bedros in here. But Josh Carter is one of your clients. We've had him on. Before we get into it too much, I just want to firstly ask you, Bedros, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Indeed I am, Adam. Let's do this. Awesome. I mean, is there anything you'd like to pull out of there and highlight or, <laughs> or get rid of? Is, what, what are you all about? Or what would you like to add? I'm actually all about two things, helping fitness professionals make more money and impact more people's lives through the services they offer. And that's simply because I was a broke and fat and out of shape kid growing up because we came from a foreign country. I didn't speak English, didn't understand the culture. We were broke. And so I grew up eating very um, fattening foods that were processed and I had no limitations and I was never taught to exercise or join a sports team. We just had to survive when we came to this country. And so really it wasn't until I started to work out almost my senior year that I lost 30, 40 pounds and decided that, holy cow, never mind the physical transformation, I want to help more people achieve a transformation that I got, which was in self-confidence, self-esteem, um, you know, self-respect. And so those things are what led me to being a personal trainer. But when you really think about it, what I still do is help people make money because I used to be broke and help people get fit. It's just now I help people get fit through thousands of fitness professionals and gyms and boot camps worldwide. Awesome. And I uh, just talking about your origins there. I mean, what a time to discover sort of health and fitness and how it can work for you. Because obviously, was it, you say your senior year? Yeah, yeah, it was my senior year. So uh, I say, because that can be obviously tough when you're younger as well. But yeah, what a time to, uh, like you say, get in shape and start to get that confidence up. That must have been 
absolutely awesome. So, and you mentioned you're from another country. Where are you originally from? What's your uh, original language? You yeah, so I'm originally from Armenia, which at the time it was part of the Soviet Union. And my dad was a member of the Communist Party. And so he created this elaborate plan that we're going to escape the Soviet Union in 1980. Uh, of course, I was six years old. I didn't know wow. any better. I just yeah. wanted to be with my mom and dad, and I was happy. And so my older brother, who was 19 at the time, and older sister, who were 22, um, you know, they knew what was going on. My mom knew what was going on. So we made the great escape into Italy. From Italy, we came into the United States legally as uh, political refugees. And even though my dad didn't know anybody here in the United States, he knew that this country offered people freedom, opportunity to become anything they want, as long as they work hard for it. And so that's what he instilled in us. Uh, even though we, did, we were broke, we didn't speak the language, we didn't know the culture, he just knew that we had opportunity. And as yeah. long as we worked hard, we could become anything we want. And I, I believe that so much that I worked hard and have become exactly what I wanted to become. Awesome. And you mentioned, obviously, you, personally, you, you started getting shape and really discovered that. Um, but you also mentioned, you know, you were a, a struggling personal trainer. And I'm not going to say it. Well, I will say it, but it's your, your words. You know, you didn't have a clue. And then ultimately, to this point, you know, fitness business empire. And it really is an empire. When did that, when did that transition or was there ever an awakening moment? Something clicked and you went from, like, doing the work, because I'm sure you were doing the work, to actually getting the results in business and then obviously being able to help others. Yeah, in fact, there was a time that this clicked because at the time I had, uh, I had a certification, maybe, maybe I had two certifications. I was a personal trainer in a big box gym and I wanted to open up my own personal training business, but I didn't know how. So believe it or not, I would drive, I had three clients, I would drive to their homes, charge them $17 per hour, which by the time I got there and trained them, I actually ended up losing money, but <laughs> I really didn't care because I also worked in a big box gym and I had some clients there. And so you're right. I was absolutely clueless. And I openly say that all the time. I was clueless. I was broke. I was a personal trainer, a fry cook at Disneyland, and a bouncer at a bar on the weekends just to make ends meet. Now, Adam, I remember thinking to myself, I don't know of any nurses, police officers, firefighters, doctors, lawyers who also have two other side jobs just to make ends meet. But we personal trainers did, and I was one of them. Thankfully, one of my personal training clients, his name was Jim Franco. Uh, he's one of the ones I trained in a big box gym. I said, Jim, how did you become a millionaire? How did you start a business? I mean, you have all these employees, you make great money, you, you're always happy, you come in and work out three days a week with me. How, how, how? And he started to mentor me after oh, nice. every one of our workouts. You know, he'd hang around 10 or 15 minutes and he'd mentor me and I could ask questions and he'd give me guidance. And truthfully, this was my first experience with a mentor, Adam. And unbeknownst to me, he was giving me an equivalent of an MBA that I could use in the real world instead of getting an MBA from like, let's say Harvard Business School, which is all based on theory, uh, but no practice. Yeah. And so that his advice led to me over the next two years after meeting him, uh, two and a half years, opening up five personal training gyms in San Diego. Yeah. Very wow. successful ones. That so, is a bit of momentum there. Blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, man, you realize, oh my gosh, I could have all the certifications I want. I can be in the best shape I want. If I don't know how to influence, persuade, market, lead generate, close clients, uh, service these clients, exceed their expectations, make them into actual tribe lovers, like they, mm -hmm. they love being in my tribe, and then finally ask for referrals, those 10 things, 
I'm not ever going to be successful. And they don't teach us that in college and university in the certification courses. And so I had to learn this from an entrepreneur who's in the automotive world. And let me tell you what a wonderful education that was, what a leap, quantum leap he gave me as an entrepreneur. And after making my five personal training gyms successful, a, a company that was passing through came and asked me if I wanted to sell my locations. And of course, at that time, they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> and um, I sold them and quickly went into coaching and consulting personal trainers because nice. this was around 2003, yeah. 2004. The internet was coming around. Yeah. And I was really excited about helping other fitness professionals. That's awesome. I think the key thing, key thing there, and, and as a lot of you know, top entrepreneurs I speak to, you walk the walk first. You didn't start, right, what am I going to do? I'm going to teach people how other people have to do it without doing it yourself. So I think that's really important for whatever walk of life you're going into. I have been aware of you because my background, I was PE teacher and strength and conditioning coach for a good 10 years. I think if you're in your, this industry in any shape or form, people know about you, which is a great thing. It's like you said, the power of the internet. And I think I actually probably bought something off you. I think it was like some automated workout software, maybe like 10 years ago. High tech um, trainer. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I think you've got yeah. all sorts in your toolbox. <laughs> and so I'm just thinking that's the, the, another way I want to start to talk about, because I didn't even realize I had that. And I'm like, that is you. I'm sure that is. Yeah. I want to start to talk about how you obviously sold your business and then start to not just help people, but also leverage your skills and your talent. People are using your software. People are working with your mask. People are working with you in some way, shape or form all around the world. And I know you run events. I mean, I didn't even mention about your events. Tell us a little bit about really getting into what we have classes, you know, some kind of empire. That's what it seems like at this point. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is, like you said, when you are coming from a place of practice, in other words, when you practice what you preach, uh, today, it's so easy. Anyone who's got a iPhone can be a guru or expert or consultant in any industry. You can yeah. run an ad for $5. You can change your, your personal status from just a person to a public figure and have a whopping 10 people following you, yet you're a public figure. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> and I have a major problem with that, Adam. I, wanna... I was just going to say that. I check uh, Bed Bedros's, uh, his page, 116,000 <laughs> likes <laughs> just so you know and, and and listen all i'm saying is you got to practice what you preach because just because you had a really good day at getting let's say 30 40 leads from from the internet doesn't all of a sudden make someone an expert uh just because i can remove my own tooth doesn't make me a dentist and i can i can <laughs> you know oral surgery on you mention something there that i just have to top trump because i've seen it quite a lot there someone who's put that out there on the internet that they are a social media expert in terms of they can get you a social following and they have 10 people following them and i'm just I've seen that same head in hands but it's not uncommon what on earth is that about if you are even remotely good you clearly you would have used your powers on yourself first yeah that's very true and so clearly here's the great thing about that though is people have a natural built-in bullshit detector we all do <laughs> And so what ends up happening is people start seeing these ads, offers, whatever, whether it's for an expert in this, an expert in social media and business development. And very quickly, you can start smelling what's cooking <laughs> because you, you really can because you, you, you realize after talking to them that they just keep talking about the same thing over and over again. But when you talk about scaling your business, hiring staff, they say they don't know how, but they can get you leads. Well, if I got all these leads and I convert them into clients, I need more staff. How do I hire the right staff? How do I train the right staff? And this is where they fall massively short in their business education mm. because they weren't in it practicing. They didn't have 65 personal trainers working for them like I did. They didn't have to 
pick and choose managers and strategic. I was going to say that sounds like a nightmare without really yeah. drilled down systems, and I'm sure yeah. you had lots of uh, as a learning curve. <laughs> and so I had such a learning experience opening up my five gyms, hiring staff, managing people, leading a business, selling that business, buttoning it up, starting a new business, selling that the high tech trainer. That now I, you know through partnerships that have failed and partnerships that have thrived, like Craig Valentine, he's a partner of mine that we thrive together. And so very quickly, you're able to assess anybody's problem, at least anybody in my space, I can assess their problem and give them solutions and then let them know what new problems those solutions are going to cause so that we can even take care of those as they come up. And that's the difference between someone who's a mediocre coach and someone who is the tip of the spear in their industry. Absolutely awesome. I'm not going to belittle it by saying we're going to cover it all, but in terms of what we just spoke of, what would you say were some of the common mistakes you see, even people who are maybe at quite a decent standard in, their, in, their, in the industry or just in business and almost the flip side, some of the, the ways you, you think they can improve and do yeah. better business ultimately and scale things. And I know it's a very individual thing, but I'm sure you see certain things pop up. Earlier on when you started this podcast, you know, you mentioned uh, three of my coaching clients and, and, you know, thankfully in my 17 years, I've helped 43,000 personal trainers have given me money to help them. But when a trainer comes to me and says, I'm a unique snowflake because you don't understand how the, <laughs> how, how the economy is in South Africa. Pedro's, I, just, I am unique. Come on. I'm right? special. <laughs> right. And we hear that with our clients, right? Well, I, I can't lose fat. No this is different. Yeah, this is different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God has designed all of us the same way. So whether you're a trainer in South Africa, Iran, Iraq, it doesn't matter to me. I've helped them all. I've got clients in Pakistan and Afghanistan that, you know, they're literally dodging bombs as they're growing their <laughs> So let's, let's be honest here. Most people are not unique. They just think their circumstances are unique. Their market is unique. They're more saturated. Competition is steeper. Their clients are broke or a little old school or old fashioned, whatever. Once I can help, so the biggest mistake that new entrepreneurs in, in any space make is that they come with these limiting belief systems pre-installed that I have to uninstall. It's almost like doing a virus scan and then removing the viruses. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isolating those viruses, taking them out so that we can actually help them with, it's like, hey, stop using it as a crutch or an excuse. The fact is you're not unique. And if you can take out these limiting beliefs, we can put in new belief systems. And belief systems are what move people towards action. If your belief system, Adam, is that the economy sucks, you're not going to wake up early this morning and aggressively market. But if you believe that the economy is better than it's ever been, the barrier to success in business is lower than it's ever been because of the internet, then you're going to get up and you're going to attack your day. And it's all about belief system. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is most fitness professionals, especially, and I was equally as guilty for this, we have so much hustle and grind in us because we're used to waking up early. We're used to working hard. We're used to moving the weight and doing the cardio and eating right. We think that we can build a business on hustle and grind. And I love Gary Vaynerchuk to pieces. He and I have shared the stage before. And while I'm all about what Gary talks about, hustle and grind, you can hustle and grind yourself to, you know, multiple six figures, maybe 500,000. You're not going to hustle and grind yourself into an empire that's making seven figures, multiple seven figures or eight figures. And that's what I quickly learned that if I was going to scale our franchise and my coaching business to eight figures like we have, then I have to turn pro from this amateur status that I was operating in and have staff and create what we call now alien abduction manuals. Every, all 36 team members have alien abduction manuals so that if they got abducted by an alien, Adam, 
<laughs> you can that. replace them with somebody else and say, here's how they answer the phone, check the emails, reply to those questions. Wow. I love yeah. that. I think we call this our alpha round. Is there any particular resources you use now to help you stay productive or keep you on the straight and narrow? It's actually on your iPhone or on your iDroid. It's the notes section. And I love the notes section because I start a productive day every morning. And I start my productive day because I have a morning ritual that involves waking up at five o'clock by about 5.45. I've showered, fed the dog, played with the dog, had my protein shake and drink a big glass of water. By 5.45, I'm sitting on my couch for the next three hours doing my magic time as I learned from Craig Valentine and really doing a deep dive into my business and doing the things that actually make me money, right? Mm. Sending out broadcasts and um, setting up ads and all the important stuff. Well, these days I don't really set up ads. I overlook the ads yeah. that run because I've got a whole ad management team. But doing the things that make an impact on my business that financially raise the bar. And people go, boy, first thing in the morning, how huh? you're worried about money. That's right. I'm concerned about money because money is a vehicle to freedom and I have lots of freedom and a great lifestyle. But money, more importantly, is a vehicle to impact. Mm. The more money I make, I can quantify the number of fitness professionals and their businesses that I've helped. And for every fitness professional that I help, I'm actually helping 200 to 250 end users of their business, of their service. So I look at myself as the ultimate personal trainer. So mm. where that note section comes in, going back to what we're talking about here is the night before, the reason I have such productive mornings is the night before I make the list of somewhere between three and five things that I have to do the next morning that are going to move my business forward, make more money, get more traffic, increase my influence and impact, et cetera. And so I'll make that list the night before and I'll put that list in order of most important you know, the biggest, scariest thing first, and then down. So that when I wake up, I'm not tempted by this iPhone. And so what I do is I put this thing on silent, I turn it upside down, and I push it away from me in the mornings, because I don't want to get tempted by seeing a notification. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And for those three hours, I GSD, or as I talk about GSD, everyone knows now, is get shit done. And, <laughs> and, and my clients operate the same way. I teach them these rules of success. And so really, that note section that is free, most people wake up, okay, what should I do? Where do I start? And if you don't know what to do and where to start, you're not disciplined to have your notes. You go to Facebook, you go to Instagram, you go to YouTube, you're now down a rabbit hole watching your 10th oh. video, trying to figure out what happened. Just, just that happened today. And you got, you got to be careful about these things because I'm, I'm really good with the emails. Um, and I'm, I'm good, like you said, push the phone away. But today, um, very rarely do people uh, Skype message me. And someone Skype messaged me and it dinged up on my desktop and uh, it just caught my eye and cut a long story short, I was down a rabbit hole and it completely changed my state. And I was just like, oh, but it's sure. done. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a schoolboy era, <laughs> but it it's is. done. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. So, so really the, the freest resource I have is just on a piece of paper, on your notes section, write down the list of things that are going to dominate the next morning so that you can wake up like a fighter jet and not like a crop duster. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, that must really help you sleep. Obviously, I, I find getting things down before, just clear the mind, you know, yeah. you're, you're all set. You don't need to worry about it. Exactly. Cool. Is there ever a book or maybe two books maximum that you either recommend or you don't have to recommend, but it could be one of your favorite books of all time or just book of the month? Uh, the book of the month might be Outwitting the Devil uh, by Napoleon Hill, a, a fantastic book. I highly recommend people listen to it on audio because you get to hear Napoleon Hill and the devil bantering back and forth. Wow. And it's very powerful. Um, 
that that would be the number one book that I would recommend. A staple of a book that I would recommend to entrepreneurs that I would say if, if you're looking to go to that next level is Jim Collins' book, Good to Great. And truthfully, you know, people are like, hey, now you have an empire. You have these, you own certification companies, you own uh, uh, Anchor Point. I'm part owner in Anchor Point, which is the suspension training company. Okay. Fitness Marketer, which is the online um, ad management company for the fitness space, the franchise, et cetera, coaching programs. I was able to build an empire once I committed to going from good to great, not only in business, but in my personal development. So that's a great book that I recommend as well. Very awesome. I mean, it sounds like we're on the verge of some sort of quotes there, but is there a personal like, alpha quote or a quote that just is a personal favorite or one that you like to live your life by? It's the sort of thing you'd be quite happy to have plastered across your office. Is there anything that springs to mind? Yes. How you do anything is how you do everything. That quote I heard from T. Harv Eckert, I believe it was T. Harv Eckert. And it's true. You, you can't, if, if I went and looked into your car, and I know this isn't the case, but let's say your car is parked outside and I went and look into your car and I see hamburger wrappers and empty Starbucks cups on the ground and, and you know, uh, French fry containers just scattered around. I can, I can say a lot and people say, well, you're not supposed to judge. No, actually allow me to judge. I'm going to judge you <laughs> because what I do know about you is that you're disorganized at that point. You don't know how to maintain a good diet, which means you don't value your health. You don't value yourself. We're ne we'll never be business partners. I'll never be business partners with a crop duster. <laughs> I, can and, see, I can see you at a business meeting looking in the car park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so in reality, people say, well, I'm a great entrepreneur and I'm very organized. I can look in your car and say, no, you're disorganized. Your, your brain is cluttered and you choose the easy way out because you eat fast food instead of packing food with you. And so really how you do anything is how you do everything. It doesn't matter if it's health, wealth, relationships. I, I can watch one thing and measure you all parts of your life against that one thing and I'll be right. I love it. I love that. I love the certainty as well because I think indecisiveness is just, is a bigger killer of anything. A lot of things, especially dreams and especially, you know, business ventures. Yeah. Who do you recommend who would be a great interview for the Awaken Your Alpha podcast? I usually look for at least two recommendations. One from your network could be a hidden gem or it could be a, a huge name or, and then another one in terms of who would you like to listen into on the show? If, if I could get them almost like someone you think I couldn't get them at least not now, but is on the list. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'll tell you what, who I would like to hear on your podcast is the rock. Uh, oh, you're, the, you're not the first person to say yeah, that. So, so please, please, please get him. And when you do, I have a couple of specific questions that I want to ask. The other person that I, who's in my network, who I, I believe is just a great person in general and articulates well, is uh, Lewis House, who wrote oh. the School of Greatness, a dear friend of mine. Um, anytime I speak to him, I walk away with such wisdom and understanding. And I think that if you had him on your show, he'd make such an impact. Mm. Um, your well, audience. Bedros, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump all over that because Lewis, I met Lewis in 2008 and it's been like chasing a move in. Uh, he agreed to come on my show and we've just been trying to schedule it. But since, you know, he, he's just been on the just steadying. He's absolutely storming it. And, yeah. you know, the school of greatness, awaken your alpha. It's not a million miles away in terms of, I think we launched similar sort of time. And I absolutely, especially his background as an athlete who screwed his knee, which is literally what I did. And when I saw oh, him man. speak at a Ryan Lee event, I was just hooked then and uh, absolute legend. So, I mean, I will be, I really want him on my show. 
if you can help with that hookup, that would be sure. absolutely legendary. Even sure. if it's just saying a good thing to put him on I'll, the radar I'll put again. I'll in the ear for you. Because I've yeah, because I've uh, since he's been on Ellen, I'm thinking, oh great, he's going to be virtually impossible to get hold of now. When everyone else saw him on, and they're like, that is awesome. I'm like, well, he's not coming. It's going to be so hard to get him on my show now. You know, he 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 is very generous with his time. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately for most people, very fortunately for him, he's got so many more opportunities he's presented with that he has to pick and choose. But yeah. I'll, I'll put a bug in his ear. We're going to see each other in a couple of days. So uh, <laughs> absolutely <yeah>. awesome, <laughs> very cool. Closing this up, what is the future for you? I mean, because you've got the empire. Where? What is the vision? Where? What are you going for? I know Gary Vaynerchuk is going to buy the New York Jets. Where yeah. is? Where are you going with all this? You know, I think it'd be wonderful to be able to wake up in the morning and I, I believe who said this? It was uh, the gentleman that Gillette, the gentleman that invented the Gillette shaver uh, razor. He said he loves waking up and knowing that, you know, 300 million people worldwide are right now using his product to shave their face every morning. And I like the idea of waking up in the morning and knowing that you know, 10 million people every morning are working out at a Fit Body Bootcamp location worldwide. And so my singular focus these days has been really growing our Fit Body Bootcamp mm -hmm. brand and franchise. And I'm so thankful we're adding 15 to 20 new locations per month to the map. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah we, just, we just hit the Inc. 5000 list. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. I mean, how was that? Did you know it was coming or... Because for an entrepreneur, any of that kind of thing, that may be for some people, at least a mark, not necessarily a goal, but a mark of success, you know, being in ink and on the yeah. list, for example. Yeah. Tell and me about that experience. Dude, I, I had no idea, first of all, what it took to get on the list. And we, we have this rule here. We just put our head down and we work. That, that's, yeah. that's the rule here at our headquarters. We put our head down and work. And so as we started to get an application saying, hey, you might qualify to get on the Inc. 5000 list. And it said, oh, by the way, you know, we're reaching out. You're, you're one of 18 million businesses in the United States that we're reaching out to. So I said, uh, okay, <laughs> just as a sign of gratuity, we'll fill out the application, but yeah, right. We're not going to make it. We're nowhere yeah. near that. So we not only ended up on the list, but we're number 2006 out of 5,000. And so I'm really hopeful that we'll end up on the Inc 500 list very soon as well this year. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's a legitimate, you know, kind of progression. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's really neat about it is it's just a byproduct of putting our head down and working, we don't really care. People go, well, what about your competition? They're, that brand is growing and this brand is growing and they're nipping at your feet. And now they started to do something similar. My competition is not other fitness franchises or, or other personal trainers, which is why I continue to coach and consult personal trainers who are not even running my Fit Body Bootcamp brand. I have mm. 419 private coaching clients who are not Fit Body Bootcamp owners. The way I look at it is my competition is not them. My competition is McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Taco Bell, you know, these fast food restaurants and these food conglomerates that sell you, you know, engineered foods that are making us fat, lethargic, sick. If I know that Mrs. Jones has money to spend, I don't want her to spend it at McDonald's or with Coca-Cola or some fast food joint. I want her to come and spend it with a fitness professional. So what would you say maybe in the last 10 years or so is one of you, maybe something that sticks in the mind? It may be none do a, a really kind of big failure where you thought, oh, that didn't go how I expected or mm. something around that. And again, I'd be interested this question to see your, your perspective on that failure or on failures in general. Sure, sure. And, and I'll be very transparent with you. I started a, uh, this Fit Body Bootcamp franchise with a business partner. And until they say he's a wonderful, wonderful man, makes me laugh hysterically. When we met, we built our relationship based on humor and friendship. 
sadly, we only knew each other for a few months before we got into business and started the franchise together. And unfortunately, most people who like each other from the get-go always put their best foot forward. You know, mm. if, if, uh, if I were single and I was going on a date, I probably wouldn't put my crazy foot forward. I'm going to put my, uh, during my first at least 10 dates before I yeah. can put a ring on her, I'm not going to put my crazy <laughs> foot forward, right? So, and, and we got into a business relationship with no operating agreement, Adam, with no expectations of who's going to do what. We just both thought that we both were going to do this thing and make it successful. It doesn't work that way. And so in hindsight, I wish I had known that person at least two years to know the good, the bad, and the ugly, to know the work ethic, to know the personal expectations, what he had in his mind's eye for our brand versus what I had in my mind's eye. There were two different things. It's like two people getting married and then on the honeymoon discussing that, you know, he says, I never want to have kids. And she goes, I can't wait to have a family of five. Right. Uh, yeah. We should have discussed this earlier. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, that breakup of not only a friendship, but a partnership uh, weighed on me heavily. It was 13 months of pain and, and angst. And we lost some Fit Body Bootcamp location owners in the process. And I thought I had to really, I ended up saving Fit Body Bootcamp what was going to be its ultimate demise because I wasn't sure if I can run it by myself, if our owners were willing to stick around with just me. Uh, thankfully, they were. Thankfully, our team stuck around, and we were able to resuscitate Fit Body Bootcamp, and it's this massive growing empire now um, here five years later. Wow. Very, very inspiring. Um, and finally, our wake-up question to finish. If you were to wake up tomorrow and you were able to give – a piece of advice to yourself, I'll go back, and just when you was probably at one of your lowest parts when you were struggling as a trainer, a minute to jump back, what would you say? Um, I would say the adversity that you're dealing with right now is the biggest advantage you can have. I used to look at it like everybody else. When you fail, it's like, oh, this might be a sign that I'm not supposed to do this, or I'm supposed to quit, I'm supposed to move on. As it turns out, failure, adversity, challenges, setbacks, really is no different to the entrepreneurial muscles as a dumbbell is to our physical muscles. The heavier the dumbbells that I curl and the more frequently I curl them, the bigger my arms get. Well, the more business obstacles, challenges, setbacks, failures that I encounter, the stronger my mental, emotional, and entrepreneurial muscles get. Mm. And so I would, I would go back and reframe to myself that congratulations, you just did another set of entrepreneurial curls. <laughs> Move on because you're about to get stronger. Ah, oh, man, I think that's gonna be very ins inspiring to a lot of people listening. And I, I can really, really relate. That's the big shift It's your attitude and the perspective to these, yeah. to these struggles and to these that everyone goes through. And like you said, it comes back to it. No one's a, a unique snowflake. Everyone goes through these sort of struggles. So I think that's really good to, to finish on. And on that note, if people want to find out more, what's the best way they can connect with you and find out more? Sure. If people want to find if you know, fitness professionals want to learn how to build their business and grow their brand, I've got a ton of free business building stuff on renegadefitnessmarketing.com and ptpower.com. I've got two blogs because I pump out so much content and free videos to help mm -hmm. our industry. And if people want to connect with me, they can just find me on Instagram or Facebook forward slash Bedros Koulian. Absolutely awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure today. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it, Adam. Thank you for the opportunity. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Also head over to Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. 
to join a great group of men in there.